0: found the Winding Road Podcast, hosted by Jason and Isaac. We're two friends who are sitting in the driveway just chatting about cars over some drinks, while two of our favorite cars are sitting behind us shining in the sun. We never know where the conversation will go, but we hope you join us. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, Talking cars again, and I've got a sighting tonight to start off with. The other day, I saw beige, a gold beige Ferrari 599. Oh, wow, where did you see that? Um, on my commute on uh the one road where I like always see things, but um, I was really like, that is definitely not resale red. It was like, if you imagine a color you might find a camera in, that was the color it was.
1: So, i surprised.
0: Yeah, he either wanted to be very low-key and not an intention-getter, or yeah. I don't know, but it just, I mean, it didn't complement the car at all, um, but I completely forgot about those cars. I
1: was, I, I didn't know that they had that, like, in the color for that car.
0: <laughs> it was probably a special order, because most of the people that buy those cars are, it's black or mm-hmm. red or yellow or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you
1: don't see those often. I mean, you don't see Ferraris often in general, but a 599, you really don't see too much of. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about them. At least from the back, it's kind of it looks to me sort of like a hatchback almost.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's like a coupe. It's a grand. It's their, It's one of their GT cars, like a Grand Tour. Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: the engine's in the front. It's a V12, six liter, mm-hmm. um, rear wheel drive um they're okay looking like the styling doesn't like do anything for me but it's also not Mm -hmm. terrible either Mm -hmm. so you know i could i could go either way about it but
1: not your favorite though
0: right yeah definitely not it's not the um it's not the 550 marinella we mentioned last time although yeah that that does look like an old car if you see it now um they do look like they're pretty old so oh really i think so i think they look dated
1: I mean, I don't know. I think they look like early 90s like early 90s supercar.
0: Right, but the the 550 is I think they came out in like 98. Oh, no. Something like that.
1: How long do you know how long they are around for?
0: No, I don't. I just know I like them. Yeah. Well,
1: that's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> Speaking of sightings, I do have a couple more. So you know that okay. guy in the huracan that i see a lot yes i saw him again but i didn't actually know that i was going to see him because he was following a rolls royce convertible
1: oh my god
0: yeah so i don't know if they were like um traveling together because literally like, yeah. i was i was distracted by the rolls royce convertible coming on because i've never seen one in person yeah and all of a sudden like i'm i and like she's passing me, and I'm getting ready to turn my head to look at it in the side mirror. And all of a sudden, I hear of the V10 going by me. I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even see that coming. I don't know which one it was. I assume it was like a Wraith convertible, but I didn't know they made a Wraith. Uh, but I think it was smaller than the drop head because the drop head mm-hmm. is, is the larger of the two, right? Like it's on the larger. I chassis. think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. So, yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I love it those drop heads. Or maybe I think the I think the convertible is called a Dawn. Maybe that's what it was. It might have oh, been that. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not either, sure about the models.
0: I, I either way. I'm like I have never seen a Rolls Royce convertible in person before. That was pretty cool. Did it have the top down? Yeah, and it was actually not not. Uh, it was yes yesterday, two days ago, like the first day where it was a little bit cooler than it has been. Yeah. Um, so that was cool.
1: They had to be traveling together. I mean, I don't think that that's like too much of a coincidence to see <laughs> two of those
0: cars. Yeah, that's a know. pretty nice garage. If that's the case, yeah. yeah, it's a real nice garage. You got any um,
1: any car news or anything that's on your mind? I saw that Ford was coming out with like a seven point, was a seven point three liter gas, a crate motor. Okay. Um, I think I, I think it's around that, which is pretty ridiculous um for like you know project car or something like that mm-hmm. and it's surprising to me to see that that kind of stuff is still going on like huge engines like that mm-hmm. like from the from the factory or at least you know you a crate motor and you build something that that'd be pretty cool but um i would like hey. to have like a nice project car with a huge
0: motor in it right before all the electrics swarm us yeah speaking of Ford, have you seen the they launched the raptor r I did see that. Yeah, that was something I also saw. That has a big V eight, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I haven't seen any details. I d- just heard about it. Yeah, um, but I imagine it's probably like their six point two liter supercharged V eight or something. Um, it, even though, it, even though Dodge was quick to point out that they still have more horsepower in the TRX. Uh-huh.
1: What do you like better, the TRX or the uh, Raptor?
0: Oh, I'd go Raptor all all the time because I'm you know I, I like oh, yeah. Ford. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'll, I don't know if I could ever own a Dodge. No? No. The only Dodge I could probably see myself owning is a Viper. Remember the Darts? The Darts that came out? Yeah, unfortunately. I thought they were cool. I was like, man,
1: these are cool little cars. Um, They had a lot of cool tech for their class. They had the key to seats and stuff like that, and the HID lights, which... Back then, in that model car, like they just that wasn't really a thing. But I'm pretty sure those cars had like terrible reviews.
0: Oh yeah, they were so those were in other parts of the world. They were the Fiat Julietta. Um, so mm-hmm. it was a Fiat's compact car,
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: like a lot of the Chrysler lineup right now. It they share a lot of vehicles or chassis with Fiat or Alpha Romeo, mm-hmm. um, and so the Julietta. Was basically a little bit redesigned and put you know different headlights and taillights and stuff on it and bumpers and they call it the Dodge here because you know they couldn't they wouldn't be able to sell as many because they actually sold a decent amount until people realized they weren't that great but they if they would have sold them here as an Alfa Romeo Giulietta they would not have sold you know a third of or a quarter of them even though the re- reliability is no different because it's the same car
1: yeah right. Back to the Raptor, though. Um, they initially had a V8. Didn't they have a 6.2 liter option Yeah,
0: years so ago? Back when they first came out, when they were first launched, they had the V8 back in like 2012, 2010. Mm-hmm. And then when they came out with the EcoBoost, they wanted to, you know, kind of showcase that. So they put the 3.5 EcoBoost in the, in the truck. And I think that's what it's been this whole time since then. I haven't really kept up with them, but yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. I feel like in a truck like that you want to have a V8 in there. Yeah, but they still sell a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what they cost these days. So probably gotta be almost a hundred thousand though.
0: The Raptor R, I'm sure it will be up there because uh, mm. the TRX is a hundred grand. So I had I picked up a souvenir yesterday on my way to work. I picked up I a, like an inch and a half um, sheet metal screw, self-tapper. Oh no. oh no. Yeah, and it was on one of the rear tires, uh-huh. uh, right on the shoulder and Oh, no, I um I'm gonna have to, you know, follow my own advice and replace the tires. Um, so I'm gonna I have to order two two back tires, which my brain says is what I'm supposed to do. My heart or my wallet says please no. Um, yeah, but it sucks because I they, they have probably the way I drive probably another twenty thousand miles on them. Oh man, at least ten because. Oh. I've already put probably ten thousand miles on them, and they're only like a third of the way worn. Were they new, or were they? Did yeah. they come on the car when you got it? They, they did. So the prior owner um, put them on five hundred miles before he sold it, mm. which was like three months. Um, and he also did like the big service that we mentioned previously. But mm. yeah, like the car was perfect—not perfect, but like the car was. I didn't have to do anything when I first got it. Like the tires were all new, and the Service was done. The only thing that was really needed was last summer. I did the brakes um, as far as maintenance and wearables and stuff like that. So it kind of was annoying because I, can, I could probably get away with doing one, but then I've got a new tire, 930 seconds of tread. Um, both of them in the rear are measuring six. So like it's far enough where I should replace both because of the traction control system. Yeah. But close enough where it's like, I could probably get away with it. But mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, you know, like it's a performance car, I'm not going to cut any corners, so I just got to bite the bullet and put two tires on it. Where are you getting them from? I'm going to get them from Tire Rack. Don't they do they shave tires down? I don't know, but I would never do that.
1: No, like you wouldn't shave a tire again new one and shave it just to to fit like this so you wouldn't have to get two.
0: No, I would I just feel like that's burning money. I mean, you could say that about buying two tires if you don't need to, but I mean, probably what I'll do is replace them both and then the good one that, or even both of them, I'll just store them and keep them for a spare. So if I get Mm another flat, you know, I can just pop it on real quick and maybe not have to, maybe if I'm lucky, it'll be worn to a point where the tread is almost similar, but by then there's going to be three and a half, almost four years of age difference in the tires. So they'll be good. They'll be good as a spare um, to keep around. It's just a matter of storing them.
1: Did you get a flat or did it like a slow leak on you?
0: Uh, it was a slow leak. I actually didn't know it. And then it was about half hour before I was going to leave yesterday. And one of the techs came up and said, hey, you've got a flat. I'm like, really? He, he said, yeah, I think I think it's been flat for a while because there's like a ring around the, on the sidewall. I'm like, I didn't feel anything weird this morning. So mm-hmm. I went out and looked at it and I could see it from from under the car. And um, then when we pulled the thing out, it was bigger than I was expecting it to be, and it was on the worst part of the tire to get a puncture too. So I'm like,
1: Yeah, you you have a staggered set on there, right?
0: Yeah. So, but I can get away with since it's not all-wheel drive, I can do I can do two. So I'm just going to do the rear. What are you going to get? Well, I got to get the same tire so they match. So they're they're yeah, the Michelin Pilot Super Sport. Those are nice which hopefully, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen because they've been around for 11 years. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully by the time I need to replace tires, they aren't discontinued because Mm -hmm. if they're discontinued, then I'm in the same place. Like my front tires will be worn and the rears will still have life on them, but I can't get the matching set. So,
1: Good news. Well, I don't know if they're still doing it, but when I got my tires, I don't know, I forget how, maybe close to a year ago now, tire rack was doing free um road hazard uh for two years mm-hmm. that's that's pretty cool
0: yeah that was the downside of um the tires is i i checked to see if i had any coverage and which i did i doubted because i didn't buy any and i didn't buy the tires mm-hmm. and um they didn't because so the prior owner got them from costco and mm. they have i think five-year road hazard coverage but mm. it's not transferable if you're not the original owner or buyer of the tires, which I kind of expected, but sure. it, was worth a, it was worth a look anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Well that stinks. So I have to deal yeah. with that. It is what it is. It'd be nice to to play,
0: to, as I always say.
1: Yeah, that's true. I always just like to buy cool things that you want to, not stuff <laughs> that you, you couldn't even tell that you did it, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and there are there are people that would just drive around with the tire plugged the way it is, but Mm-hmm. Um, because i like to know that i can drive my car hard if i want to and not question yes. things i i'd rather just play it safe
1: oh yeah tires and brakes i mean you know super important you don't want to skimp on those things for a couple hundred bucks right if you, know, you get, have a problem and then wreck the car and then you'd be so pissed at yourself
0: Or you know or you know yeah wreck the car yeah. worst case scenario there's it's even worse than just directing the car you know it could be something else depending on what's going on so i've seen many debates in the in some of the facebook groups about oh you know i got this puncture what should i do and you know there's always the two sides there's you know i've tracked a car with five plugs in each tire and i never had a problem
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: there's people like me who are like you know if it's punctured it's a repair is is basically temporary like it's considered temporary. You know, would you drive your car on the Audubon at 150 miles an hour with a tire that had damage to it? Like, no, like mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense. But there's, um, you know, there's both sides of the camp and, you know, no one ever will agree with the other side if they're on one side. But,
1: right.
0: you know, so like I said, I, I actually had the thought about trying to sell them to see if someone else would want them. Maybe I could, you know, cover the cost of one tire, but I think it's just better off just to keep them. I just have to back up.
1: What you mean, like the what the good? You sell the one good one, or sell both of them? I would try to
0: sell both because there uh-huh. are those people that don't mind having a tire that was repaired. You know, yeah. so yeah. if that's if that's what they, you know, if they're comfortable with that, who am I to judge?
1: True. Yeah. What do those go for new from Tire Rad?
0: Um, they're about I think for a pair it would have been like almost eight hundred bucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: What are they? Are they twenty inches in the rear? No,
0: they're only 19s. I mean, it it was it's it's nice like I didn't buy them at full price, uh, which is nice. But um,
1: yeah, yeah, they're
0: I wasn't I wasn't exactly looking forward to spend eight hundred dollars on tires right now. Sure. Did you order the new tires yet? Yeah, I ordered them today. So timing. I mean, luckily the timing will work because my car is getting the tie rod ends replaced this weekend and the alignment, so if I'm already getting alignment, you know, it's good, then I'm, I might as well do the tires now, and you know, I don't have to do, do a separate visit to get everything done, so timing-wise, it works out. It's just, you know, am not so excited about doing it.
1: Right. You also go and do a nice riff after everything's all done. Everything's all tight, buttoned up, new tires. Yeah. Just no burnouts, no breakstands for a while.
0: I uh, I don't think I'll ever do a burnout in that car. No? No.
1: I think, I think you don't see that happening in a car like that. <laughs> no, not
0: generally. But it,
1: it probably could, though, right?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's got stability control, which you'd have to fully disable. Can um, you on that? Can you totally turn it off? I don't know. I've never mm. tried. Mm. Um, I mean, it's also got traction control. And the traction control is is done with the brakes. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's got like an open differential. So like the traction, or not the traction, the stability control is done through the diff, like it's done through the brakes as a way of like, it's instead of having a, a limited slip differential, it's got the computers just cut power or apply brakes to one of the rear tires to keep traction, which doesn't work great in like snow. Um, mm. because that's how my mustang was too like all it did was cut power which sometimes you need a little bit of momentum and a little bit of wheel spin is okay to keep mm. going but the computer can't really know that so um, what year
1: what year is that mustang that was an 02 gt yeah it didn't have an unlimited slip on it
0: no they don't, really? don't um i'm sorry the traction control was just dumb because it was like early generation traction control it did have yeah. like a clutch pack limited slip but it, i don't know how great it actually was and yeah. i know by the time i sold the car it was it definitely wasn't great because <laughs> I, I did do burnouts in that car and uh yeah it's it started doing single tire burnout so yeah. i knew at that point i had killed the clutches in the in the, in the dip so <laughs> that's awesome that was about the time i got rid of it uh how many miles were on that when you got rid of it? I don't remember. That was but one that was 17 years ago, 15 one, years ago. One
1: tire fryer. Yep. Yeah, so no no burnouts and it
0: came in. That would not not suggested. I need to wash the car, it's really dirty. How long has it been? I waterless washed it in February. I think my last actual wash was probably in November.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I pulled the car into the service drive yesterday after the tire was repaired just to get me home, and I was closing up my, like my desk and everything. And the guys, some of the guys, were out looking at the car, and they're like, "Man, that thing, that thing needs some love." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. You know, just <laughs> haven't had a chance to."
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, plus your regimen's like two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not like it's a fifteen like. Five minutes through the touchless wash or something, it's, you know, I actually have a process to it, so.
1: You have to set aside time for
0: that. Yeah.
1: But it looks really nice when it's all nice and cleaned up and shiny.
0: Yeah, I kind of miss those days. I'm also kind of proud of how dirty it is, too, strangely, so. Yeah? I don't know. I'm I'm weird like that. Well, it shows that it's getting used. What's going on with the S3? Anything new? Did Uh, you install the start button yet?
1: Oh my God, no, it's, it's sitting right here. I play with it every once in a while.
0: That doesn't do anything if it's on your table.
1: It's, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I keep telling myself I need to do it. I I cleaned it, I try and clean it once a weekend. Um, so I cleaned it. It was just so hot. It's been so hot. Mm-hmm. And what's keeping me from doing it is I want to break the trim. I watched a couple of YouTube videos. And um, so like you have to like pull really hard and this and that and it's gonna feel like it's gonna break and this and that but it's okay. So I'm like, oh, do I really want to get involved in that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because like you know, you know, trim pieces are it's, and I'm super like obviously so pissed on myself if like, if something you know clip breaks or something that it'll it'll drive me nuts. I haven't really that's I think that's one of the reasons I haven't attacked it yet. Mm-hmm. But it looks okay. I mean, it doesn't look like it's terribly difficult. Um, it's just the center console has to come out, and it's a couple clips and some pulling, and hopefully the button you know goes in like it should. But the thing that worries me a little bit is my car is the pre facelift, so everything's red, hmm. and after I think it was 17, everything's white, all the all the you know instrument buttons and everything. So I don't remember getting a, an option for a year on this thing. Okay, right. My, right I see my luck i'll put it in and it'll it'll be like the the white version instead of the red version <laughs> what if
0: it's blue well oh, wait, is it is that, that's an audi part right yeah yeah okay. it's not
1: yeah it's like it's like it's an actual switch i got it like I don't, I don't even know where i got it from like some audi dealer that had it on like clearance or something because mm-hmm. um, i got it cheaper than there than i did on like amazon mm-hmm. like they sell covers and stuff like that but this is the actual switch yeah Um, I guess I could have crossed the part number, but uh, I think I paid like 40 bucks for it. So I really wasn't worried about it. But yeah, I'm I'm looking for some confidence. Like you can do it. Like it's okay. (laughs) You're not going to break it. Yeah. I mean, silence.
0: (laughs) broken clips are part of the aging process of a German car um, or any car really. Like I've, I've done stuff on a lot of cars in the past where, you know, I'll, I'll break a clip when I'm doing it. Um, I was watching a video or heard somebody recently that said, you know, when you're taking panels off of a German car, it takes so much force to get them off and you're worried you're going to break it, but they don't because they're just built robustly. Mm. But once you're used to that, you know that it's not going to break and you're more confident about it. But the first time is like you think you're going to break something because you're it's got to have come off by now. You're pulling so hard, Um, but it's just everything's just so tight. But, I mean, I have some broken clips. Of course, it's 16 years old, so plastic gets brittle and stuff. You won't even notice.
1: I'm just used to, like, you know, working on my Mustangs and my Explorer, and you look at it the wrong way, and the freaking clips break. Yeah. You know, when I took Kelsey's bumper off to re- re- do our headlights, those stupid little clips that hold the bumpers on, they have the, um, it's like a, like the black clip with the thing that goes in the middle. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, pry the thing out, and then the, the whole unit comes out. I spent more time trying to get those out that I broke than I than I did with the entire job. Mm-hmm. So, like, that car is missing, like, uh, God knows, probably has, like, none of them in there at this point. <laughs> it probably has, like, two of them that I couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. And they're still in there. But you know how, you know, like everything's nice and, like, everything's put together nice and tight. There's no rattles or anything like that. And I don't want to, I don't know doing any any rattles or anything but next the next nice day that I have off I'll probably get in there because I'm tired of looking at my start button that's all messed up
0: you wouldn't like sitting in my interior though and driving it every day with all, all the paint that's chipped off
1: well don't you have replacements for that
0: yeah but have you not decided what you wanted to do right I mean I could replace them but I think the ones that he gave me I don't know if they're flawless I think they also are kind of worn I don't remember. It's been a while. What Was it the
1: previous owner that gave them to you?
0: No, it was um, the guy that I bought my winter wheels from. Oh, okay. He, had, he used to have a Cayman that he tracked, and he had a whole bunch of interior pieces that, he, that were out of it. And mm-hmm. he's like, here, I'm, I don't need these. I'm just taking out space in my storage unit so you can have them. So I got – it's kind of like a mishmash of pieces because mm-hmm. it doesn't allow me to do, like, one whole set of anything. There's speaker grills for, like, the trunk area. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bezel for the key, the ignition. There's a bezel for the headlight switch and where the seat belts come out of the side of the car. Um, they're like, where the slot is for the retractor there's those. So mm-hmm. like if I wanted to change color or something, I would have to do all of the pieces. I can't just do some of them. Right. Um, like when I say all the pieces, I mean the whole interior, not just the ones I was given. They are the same color, though. They match. So I could just put them in, but I, I kind of want to decide what I want to do. And I'm not in a hurry to disassemble the interior, especially because they're the same material. So they're going to wear out just like the current stuff. Mm-hmm. Although, who knows how the prior owners treated them. Maybe they will last longer with me having the car. I don't know. I just overthink it, I think
1: yeah well if it's not on your part of why worry about it i don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or if you're we just talking did we
0: talk about my buddy's brother getting a rivian yeah has he gotten any delivery dates on it
1: i don't know if he has any delivery dates yet but he he was like he the order's placed and he's waiting for it he placed it a while ago so it should be i don't know how long it takes to deliver one of those things but um i'm excited for it because i'm sure he'll let me take a look at it or
0: get in it do you know what color he's getting?
1: I have no idea. I'm just, I, he didn't seem like a car guy to me, so I'm surprised. I was surprised to hear that. I feel like a lot but. of people
0: are getting trucks recently. I don't know why, but there's like been this trend at work where uh-huh. in the last six months, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like three people have Tacomas. Oh, like, you mean
1: like you mean like work people like at work. co-workers? Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. they they just get randomly all got new Tacomas um, within like the last six months, and the one guy He's got a new Pathfinder, which is hideous. Oh man, the Pathfinder, a new, a new one? Yeah,
1: they stopped making them.
0: The Pathfinder and Frontier. The Frontier's a pickup, but his wife's got a, a Pathfinder. Those things are hideous. Like Tacoma's actually okay. They look fine. Whatever. Yeah, they look good. Admit it, they look good. No, I I don't agree. But <laughs> the, the Nissan trucks right now just look like something you. have pick up your after your dog in the park
1: <laughs> are you it's talking terrible. a brand new pathfinder
0: yeah and and, and frontier the i know that
1: i don't like the frontier look the, the pathfinder just I mean i don't know it looks okay i kind of like the way that like i feel like it looks like a rav you know like a rav4 which they all look the same All like that segment of suv but i kind of like the rear end of the pathfinder over the rav4
0: but they're not competitive vehicles, though. The Pathfinder is a seven-seater now. It is, yeah. The Rogue, actually, the Rogue, uh, you can get it as the Rogue Sport or the mm-hmm. Rogue, mm-hmm. and in one of them, you can actually get that as a seven-seater as well. So the Rogue wow. Sport, Rogue Sport is a short one. It's the same size as like it used to always be, or it's like a little compact thing. Mm-hmm. But the, I guess they just call it a the standard like Rogue that you can option it with a seven seat option which i think is probably just laughable because you know no one's going to fit in the back of that car but the the rogue is the, the standard rogue is probably about the size of a rav4 now but yeah the pathfinder is a is a three row like an explorer
1: i'll tell you what i was in an uber a couple of weeks ago and it was a fairly new highlander with you know like the captain's chairs in the back mm-hmm and it was nice. I was like, wow, this is pretty nice. Like, I like this. Like, I could ride around in like this for a while as a passenger.
0: <laughs> yeah, you def- it's a definitely a cool experience to be in a second row of an SUV and have the captain's chairs because you kind of like feel important, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You feel like you're in a nicer car. I don't know what it is about that, but I... have ridden in chairs like that before even if it's in like a minivan you'd feel more important than just sitting on a
1: bench seat Yeah, you said it's so weird it's just different i liked it too i don't think i'd buy one for the prices that these things are at but um i was impressed i i also like the um i know we talked about the explorer sports but i like i like them too or no i guess it's the st now right Mm -hmm. audi has some good SUVs too did i hear that there's an
0: rs4 coming around i haven't heard that I mean. I don't see why they wouldn't because they've got the A4 All Road. The crash testing is pretty much already done. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be hard to bring it here because they did that with the A6. They have the A6 All Road and the RS6. And they're essentially the same car with, you know, some little bit different suspension and different engine and transmission and stuff. But like the body and, and the frame and everything is the same. Mm-hmm. So being that the A4 All Road is here, I don't think it would be a big step to bring the. For or the RS for either one of them to the states because most of the crash testing and legalization has been done. Mm-hmm. But maybe I, I guess they just don't have the business case for it. But I haven't heard that rumor at all.
1: I think I saw it on Facebook or somewhere, you know, which you can never really trust. I would love to see like a baby RS6 come out, like a little bit more affordable for their common folk. Yeah. Like a smaller, smaller uh, wagon but mm-hmm. performance capabilities
0: if they brought those i would have to give it some decent consideration as as the next vehicle to go with either an s4 wagon or i i don't think i could swing the an rs4 wagon because that's that's a bit salty but i could probably figure something out for an s4
1: like also like you don't rs is like I mean, I don't know, you can have plenty of fun every day with an S model. Like, I feel like RS is a little bit overkill for, like, every day, unless you're going to, like, track days or stuff like that.
0: I wouldn't track that car. An RS? No, I, I honestly wouldn't track any Audi except maybe an R8. Because, really? Yeah, because they're just, like, for track use, they're heavy, and, like, the dynamics aren't great for... for hard driving they're great for you know having fun on the back road and commuting and highway bombing but like for tight twisty stuff no i wouldn't i wouldn't track one of those
1: a lot of people do it though
0: yeah the tire bill is also and then the brake bill is also going to be big
1: because they're so heavy install or whatever yeah
0: just because of you know how they're designed like all of their a lot of their weight is on over the front like in front of the front axle because mm-hmm. of the way the Quattro system is designed and it just doesn't lend itself to, to performance driving.
1: Mm-hmm. They can do it.
0: It can do it because like all the computers and stuff like can push power to certain places and, and it's going to be competent. That's for sure. I'm not saying it would be slow or anything. It mm-hmm. just compared to like my Cayman, it would be so much less fun to drive hard.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll have to go on a ride one of these days. And see what that thing can do, because never, I've never experienced it. I think your next car should be an Audi, though. Or maybe when the, when Sarah is ready to upgrade, get rid of the infinity.
0: That's not going to be for a while. We were talking about that again over the weekend. Uh-huh. I forget how we got on the subject, but she's like, if I would ever replace my car, it would probably be with, like, an S4. Because mm-hmm. she really liked the massaging seats and just the seats in general that were in it. So. Mm-hmm but that's not going to be anytime soon. And, you know, I'll probably end up replacing my car before she replaces hers.
1: Fly out of, um, Bordo or out of cost or.
0: No, just for something different. I think I want to do like three to five years with the car and then just try something different, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I also, I think she would also like to see me get it paid off and then keep it and then get something else.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that too. we will
0: have the car. Yeah. Then can get something else, but yes. Um, yeah, well, she, that I, I love that idea. She wants me to hang on to it for a while, so we'll see.
1: Cool. Maybe she can call my wife and they can. And she can like tell her about that because that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you need a garage first.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. One of these days, not with not with the way the
0: market. Well, is going. you don't need a garage, but it definitely would be nice.
1: It's preferable. Yeah, I would definitely like one. I could. We, Kel, Kelsey and I went to Harbor Freight the other day because I had to get something for my dad. And I was like showing her all around. I'm like Harbor Freight's the best. And all this stuff. And I was like, if I had a garage, I'd have this and this and this and this and all these things. <laughs> She's uh-huh. like, oh. like oh, my God. rolling her eyes
0: the whole time. The whole time. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, is there anything you want to see? She was like, no. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think Sarah would do the same thing. She's like, well, if you want it, just get it or yeah. you don't need that or something like that. So
1: right. Yeah.
0: Oh it's all the same. Well that's about it for this week. Thanks again for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks again for joining us. You can reach us by email at windingroadspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at windingroads podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We would love it if you could rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, enjoy the drive.